0: Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of summer. Hello, thanks for coming back. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Tell you what, you joined on a good day because across from me as always and happy as a clam is Cyrus Amundsen. I'm having, I'm doing okay. Hello. Hey. You're not doing okay. You're skeeting and you're scatting and you're singing And all of this stuff, and you've been smiling the whole time with a creepy, you-just-got-away-with-something smile. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop and to find out that uh, someone has lit a slow fire around my home, and I'm going to burn inside of it.
1: I've had the song Mr. Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina in my head this morning, and that's pretty hard to not. You can't walk around with a like pissed off, like, man, Mr. Dabalina, Mr. Bob, you know sure
0: yeah that makes sense
1: so i'm doing great that how are sense. you it's nice to see you, you you're well, on the other side of things you look you, you're your skin i feel look, great you look great i you, feel great yeah
0: i feel great but i did have a chad in public moment oh good on right an airplane the okay right off the top uh there was a man who was coughing and by the way i don't care if people are coughing let me be clear about something once the vaccine came out I don't care if you wear masks. I don't care what you do. People have an opportunity to get the vaccine. That's what I'm going to tell you. And this, But this man was... I mean,
1: I mean, I hear you and I agree 99.9%. But sure. the fuck the lady who her nose couldn't have been more red if she was an actual clown who right. coughed into her hand and then touched a pack of chicken and was like, Nope, not this one. And then touched another pack of chicken, was like, eh, what about, nope, not this. The lady who touched three packs of chicken with her cough hand, I do care about that. Pandemic or thing. not? Pandemic here's or not? Here's the
0: thing. Yes, thank you. That is, that's, this is where we're going with this today. Is pandemic or not? This is just a fucking courtesy issue. Thank you. Not pandemic, because I'll tell you something. I can't get COVID, okay? We've discussed that. And here's another thing is like, even if I could get COVID, I extra can't get it because I just had it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is this. I was on a plane and this man was coughing so violently he was shaking. Never, ever attempted. Never attempted to cover it up. So I turned and I coughed right at him. But it wasn't a cough. It was like, you know when someone you know when someone goes, "Oh I oh, I have to fart," and then they really bear down and push and they end up shitting their pants. That is the aggressive manner in which my muscles clenched for me to expel a cough towards this man. It was like uh, you know when you see a little dog barking just and there's a big dog and just goes. Like that, and then everything stops in the neighborhood. The fucking birds stop chirping, the chainsaws, the whatever's clocks, going on. clocks,
1: yeah, clock stands, yes. still. Yes,
0: everything just stops for a moment. That is what happened, because I turned, and I went, oh, 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 like, really aggressively. And Justin's probably going to have to fix that in post, because I'm sure I just redlined my recorder. But I'm telling you, I cough, so, and people, here's what happened i saw people slowly with one hand wait just go to, to pause yeah go
1: ahead was he so he was behind you
0: no he was to the side of me
1: but so there was because i love the painting the picture he was coughing and you turned your body to the side to, in- to the side, like yeah. a very intentional like
0: cough on him i took my seatbelt off so i could go full 90 degrees <laughs> So everybody knew exactly what was happening because at one point people are looking around and they're making eye contact. And a couple of them looked at me and then I always feel like, well, you know, I've been told before I'm not Robin Hood. I get it, but I do love just kind of making a point. So I take my seatbelt off, I rotate 90 degrees and I just let a cough rip like crazy. And then people slowly with one hand go to pause their movie and with the other hand are reaching for their phones because I think they think this is going to be like a moment, right? (laughs) And so this one guy turns and he mouths the word, I think they were the words he's old or maybe he mouthed the words he sold and then was going to finish it with like children into the sex slave market. (laughs) I don't know, but I think it was he's old. And so... Fuck that shit. The, exactly. I'm just going to... I take my my AirPods out and I go, it doesn't matter. So he's trying to be quiet because he mouthed the word. And I go, it doesn't matter that he's old. Old people should know more than anyone. Yes. They've been around longer. They should... They've had more time to learn the rules than anyone. Cover your fucking mouth when you cough, regardless. Yeah. And so I am not making... I think to myself... Here's here's how I go into these things, right? I go into them thinking, oh, my God, I'm probably going to get carried off this airplane on people's shoulders because they're going to be like this fucking hero made sure this man was covering his mouth. Well, it never happens that way. It's always like as soon as I'm done, no one talks to me. The person I'm sitting next to scrunches up against the window because they want no part of it. Everyone distances themselves from me. Um, The lady that comes by with the trash bag, like gets all the trash. And then when she comes by me, she shuts it and hurries by. I mean, it's crazy. So I know that I shouldn't be doing this. And I know that it's always too much. It's always too aggressive. Could I have leaned over and said, hey man, could you cover your mouth when you're coughing? Of course, right? But to me, that's still going to be embarrassing to that guy so i just take it the extra mile i go for it and i and i i felt a little ridiculous right away but now here telling you this story i feel fucking great i think you should i feel great about it I think you should. He's um, old. Who gives a shit? Oh, you
1: mean he's had a bunch of more years to learn something that people have known for hundreds and hundreds? I don't know. How Thank old, you. How old's the earth? Like 1,800 years, something like that? 2,000. He two, has yeah, had two, so long to learn how to... I, I, I. think. I think this world would be a better place if every time somebody sneezes or coughs in public and they don't... I mean, here's the thing. I I have a like at least some people use their hand. I just don't know what is everybody else's life like. Do you were you, were you told taught growing up like hey, if you need to sneeze or cough, do it into your elbow,
0: elbow pit. Yeah, yeah, elbow
1: pit. Right, and I maybe that's just
0: not universally taught. I don't know. Well, you know how people go, hey, you can't lick your elbow. No one can lick their elbow, and then people try to lick their elbow and they get pretty close. I think that's because then, the, then you can go, well, you almost licked your elbow, so you certainly could fucking sneeze into your elbow pit. Yeah. I think that's the. I think it's a trick. I think it's the whole. It's a test to trick you.
1: But I suppose just like anything else, you ever eat at a restaurant and you're like, hey, who's walking through mud behind me? And it's just a person eating macaroni and cheese, and you're like. <laughs>
0: yeah that know. is
1: true People's different. yeah are it's like
0: it, it is true i mean you want to go into your hands and then touch everything listen i just think when you're when you're violently coughing mm-hmm. i think it's just nice for the people around to be like hey just so you guys know i'm trying over here just a little bit of effort goes such a long way yeah well, oh, i in my opinion
1: can I shift the conversation to a different? Uh,
0: God, I hope you do, and I hope I, people listening hope you do too.
1: To a different elderly person?
0: Oh yes, let's keep it on the olds today.
1: Let's stand. Let's start heavy on the olds. I was taking one of my never-ending trips to Menards, and uh, I went to the Menards, and I parked, and I went in, and I got my things at the Menards, and then I came out of the Menards. And I walked around my car, and there was a van had parked next to me, like a minivan. And I looked in, and the there was no one in the passenger seat. All the okay. windows were rolled up. And then, excuse me, there was no one in the driver's seat. All the windows were okay. rolled up. There was someone in the passenger seat, and it was an elderly man. But the seat was reclined all the way back. And he appeared to be sleeping, but I don't it is <laughs> dude it was like 91 degrees with like 80 percent humidity down here and i wow i mean i know the rules with babies and dogs i was like do i have to break this grandpa out like you can't i So i was just sitting there and then another guy walked by and i was like hey do you there's a guy asleep in here and so he walked around <laughs> to the other side and he looked in, and so now we're both just watching an old person sleep in a van, but it's so hot, it's crazy. And sure. I was like... And the van wasn't running. The van wasn't running. It's not like a Prius van where you're like, oh, it's
0: on. No, it wasn't. Sure. Do you, when you, when a van is parked next to you, do you ever worry this is the time you're going to get taken?
1: No, I can't imagine anyone want to take me. I mean, what are they going to do? Well, they me? don't know the
0: history. It's not like they listen. To, it's not like they get out to steal you and they go, oh, it's Sai. He won't be good for raking yards or anything. Oh. It's not like they know who you are.
1: Holy shit. I have to tell you something. Uh, I, I was at the UDF. The It's a gas station down here. It's called United okay. Dairy Farmers. Um, okay. They're gas station. And sometimes I just... Like, I'll leave and I'll go somewhere and I'll just sit in the parking lot on my phone. Like, that's how sure. little I have going on in my life. But our good friend Anthony Leo from 800 Pound yep. Gorilla is Absolutely. working on a project with me and he had sent me something. Um, and one of them was a link to one of the bits from my old album. And okay. uh, I had, you know, I, I, I know I'm a lunatic but it's not like I listen to my own material, you know? Okay. And so I hadn't heard that album in forever, and I, I played and I started listening to it, and then I, now, now I am a lunatic. Now I'm just listening to my old album, and somebody okay. walked by, and I have my mask on because I'm about to go in UDF, and somebody okay. walks by and does a little, like dings my door and goes, this dude's hilarious he didn't say that's me he said guy he said this guy's hilarious i don't know why i put everything in dude uh but uh and i was like oh yeah and like and i just let him kept going like he fucking knew who i was there's like nine people on the planet who know my stand-up when they hear it and one of them was at the udf in mainville either that or he was the other option is he was pumping gas and the track i had my windows down because my ac doesn't work right now sure and uh so that that could have been it but uh i i thought i did i just let him i was like oh yeah and i let him go inside but how funny would it have been if i would have put it down pulled my mask down and been like you mean me this is my
0: material (laughs) i think i've told this story before but i was sitting next to a guy in uh, in an airport waiting to board. Mm-hmm. And he was watching Dad Channels, oh. And I go, and I, no mask. I didn't, this was before the pandemic. I just had a hat on and I lean over. I go, any good? And he goes, yeah, pretty funny. And then that was it. Oh, that's so amazing. That's I, like, so amazing. I was looking amazing. right at the person. I was looking right into his eyeballs. And he goes, yeah, pretty good. And I was like, well, then I wanted to go, pretty good. Who the fuck do you, you know, just like... <laughs> Wait till the end. I mean, he brings it all together at the end, I bet. Somehow, I I bet so. Make sure you watch after the credits. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Hey, what happened to the old guy?
1: Oh, so yeah. Anyway, so this other guy is on the other side of the car. I'm like, do we need to like, this is, do we think he's okay? And he's like, I'm like, I don't really want anything to do with it. You know, I just had like, you know. You knock on, wake him up. He's like, I was trying to leave this place, you know, earth. And uh, so the guy's like, the other guy just starts knocking on the window and then the guy doesn't get up and I'm like, oh no, Mm -hmm. no, I don't want to be here for this. And then I think the other guy kind of panicked for a second because he knocked on the glass hard enough that I was like, that's usually the sort of power that breaks glass. Ah, okay. And so then
0: thumping—he's the g- thumping on
1: it. The guy gets up, and he had to have been somewhat disoriented because he rolls down his passenger window, which is next to me. But ah, uh, he's talking to the guy in the driver's side window. So he rolls his passenger window down, but he's faced away from his passenger window, talking through the closed driver window. <laughs> and they settle it up like he's fine he was waiting for his son was in the store and uh so i just drove off but i mean i think we just have to have a rule about where old people can nap
0: yeah and and i also think it would be great if the guy was trying to die because just an old man reclining in a car chair or a car seat is the equivalent of a dog walking into the woods. He just knows it's his time, and he's just going to recline, so it'll be easier to get him out.
1: God, you, you've seen Yellowstone, right? Yeah. You know that? Is there a more, like, manly bravado, you know, gonna die scene than that scene? So anybody who hasn't had it, it's like in one of the... It might even be the opening scene of the show. It's one of the first few episodes, one of the first scenes. Kevin Costner's dad who's the original landowner right Uh is on what looks to be his deathbed and Costner like takes the oxygen off him and dresses him up in his cowboy shit and straps him to a you know straps him to a horse you know and like they rides him all the way up onto the ledge and they sit up on a rock together and Share one more moment of cowboys as they look over the Dutton ranch. and I don't even remember what he says, but, you know, it's it's like the most romanticized, like, manly way to die, you know? Like, it's my last, well, what I want is to spend my last moments with my land and my son, riding a horse one more time, that sort of stuff. So this is kind of the I don't know where I was going with any of that but this is kind of the opposite for that guy in the car. Maybe that's his version <laughs> of it. Like he he can you imagine he worked at <laughs> he worked at a hardware store that eventually somebody bought and turned into Menards and now his son is one of the managers at Menards so his son gets him up <laughs> puts his polo on and his jean shorts and rolls him into the passenger seat drives him to menards and they just share a moment and he's like well i'm gonna go get a hammer dad and he just has to
0: wait in the hot car (laughs) hey daddy one more trip to the to the store with the hammers
1: i tell you it's a good place like if you're if you're like if you don't want to be around anymore menards is a good place to go have a heart attack because of the way they handle their business But I just think from now on, just all if you're old and you're listening, if you're the one old guy who listens to our show, come on, man. Nap on couches. That's all I'm saying. Like my friend Eric, I may have said this on the show before, but I remember once my friend Eric's grandma took a nap out on the lawn, like in front of the lake up north without 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 a towel underneath her or a blanket. You're like, well, okay, she fell. We think she
0: fell. My uh, my grandpa used to nap so hard that so he also, when he was a teenager, had a blackhead on his upper lip, like not his lip, but the skin in between the nose and the lip. And he didn't do anything to it. And he finally squeezed it out and it caused a hole. It like popped both ways. And it caused a hole in his skin that goes all the way into his mouth. So there was a hole there. He's, just, so got he a, f- he's just got a face hole. He's got a face hole, yep, on the skin between his nose and his, and his lip. That's something when you're like,
1: before you understand, well, you know when you're little, there had to have been an age when that was cool, right? When you're little, oh, probably. before you understand, as like his grandkids, before you understand the nuances of societies and appearances, where he's like, Grandpa! Can I stick my, like you probably like, let me get my finger in there. Like you, a, a hole in a face is, cause you know, there's a little kids are kind of interesting or interested in, they, they, they don't look at you and go, you have three arms. That's gross. They look at it like,
0: let me hold it. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, this is where this whole thing is <clears throat> going. You say little kids. We were teenagers and when he would fall asleep, we would, he would fall asleep with a toothpick in his mouth cause it was right after lunch we would take the toothpick out of his mouth and stick it through the hole. So when he woke up, it would feel super weird because there was a toothpick like kebobbing his face. And then you'd hear him wake up and he'd go, Ugh! like just exhale all this air to try to pull the, I don't know. It made us laugh all the time because it was like we were performing surgery. We had to be so careful. It was our game. It was our version of operation. Yeah. Because if we poked him weird, he'd just, eh, and wake up. So it was actually, it was pretty perfect.
1: Yeah, I'm a big, yeah, I'm in on that. I'm a big fan of holes in a grandpa's face.
0: <laughs> I had a person perform a Chad in public moment towards me. Oh my gosh. That was interesting. We're getting multiple, ch-
1: they performed it too.
0: But it wasn't, it wasn't me. Okay. I actually think I'm the nice person in this story for once. Okay. I mean, not for once. I Somebody think nice chatted spot, you. Somebody chatted you. I was at a, I was at the range, the golf range. Mm-hmm. I was about to hit balls and this guy, his clubs from behind his car fell down. Right. Okay. They tipped over. They fell down and, and, and it's a big noise or whatever. And then he looks at me cause I turned around to see what it was. And I go, uh, didn't see a thing, right? Just kind of saying like, no big deal. Mm-hmm. No, no, no worries about your clubs. And he goes, oh, enough already. That's what he said to me. And I go, hey, what do you mean enough already? I said I didn't see a thing. And he goes, that's enough. And I go, is this guy not hearing me? Because I was like, I, just, I was just saying like, uh, you know, no big deal. And he goes, I know what you're saying. It's enough already. I go, you can't start with enough already. Yeah. Enough already is like the thing you say after someone says some dirty shit to you three times in a row. Then you say enough already. You don't start when someone's being nice to you. You don't open the gate. Your resting heart rate is, oh, enough already? (laughs) Fuck you. So then I go, I hope you didn't see one of the clubs and it's under your car and you run it over when you back up. How about that? Now that's enough already. Now we've reached enough already. You're going out of turn. There are steps to conversations, and you jumped to step seven when we were on step two. I just don't get it.
1: I mean, he for sure keeps, like, he probably normally golfs with his wife. He probably always puts his clubs back there, and she's like, Jerry, your clubs are going to fall if you leave them there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, something like
1: that. And then you just walked by, and he I like how you're like, he was the Chad in this one, but you very quickly became the Chad to fight no, the Chad.
0: I became the T te- Yeah, sometimes you do have to do that. Yeah. Sometimes you have to, you have to, you know, square your shoulders and be like, listen, if you're gonna Chad me, I'm gonna out Chad you. Yeah, you're talking to the Chad. But I think you're on to something where he did just finish golfing. hmm And I will tell you what, my clubs don't even have to fall. And somebody goes, How'd you play today? I'll be like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, when I like when I play poorly. <laughs> so looking back I do think that it probably was enough already for him
1: yeah he'd probably had enough on about the 13th hole
0: yeah yeah that that does have some. okay
1: do you know what uh I have had enough of already transition sentence thank you hello thank you wow
0: hey nice work so this is
1: we've been it seems like we've just talked about old people all show yeah. And now I'm gonna com- I'm gonna sound like an old person. I can't wait. But I think you're gonna be on board with it. Jen and I needed to buy a chair. We need a chair for our living room. Okay. And so we
0: went to a. What f- kind of chair you get? What kind of chair you get? We haven't gotten one yet. Do you? Are you still looking? We're in the market. Yep. Because you should get a uh, zero gravity chair. How's and that coming? Uh, well, let me know if you uh, if you want one. I have about 14 different plugs for it. So, so keep me posted. So we go to a furniture store f- a few weeks
1: ago, and we walk in, and I furniture stores are tough because it's the salespeople in furniture stores. I I think are like vultures. Sure. It's they're they're like I call them commission coyotes. Ah, yeah. You can just nice. hear them howling as you pull up, and. The worst is, like, we'll go to furniture stores in the middle of the day during the week. I don't know why it is, like, I don't know why they're staffed this way, but if you go into a furniture store at, like, 2 p.m. on a Wednesday, there's, like, seven salespeople in there and no customers. And it's like like in The Lion King, you know, where they walk around the corner and all the hyenas start coming out from each place just with their tongues hanging and they're just looking and... You're like, ah, Simba, like, I have to fucking keep Jenna. Like, we own everything that the light touches, Jenna. (laughs) And so we're going in, which, by the way, that's like the opposite of Best Buy. I don't know. Right. I don't know if you've ever been in a Best Buy during the off hours. You go to Best Buy at 2 p.m. on a Wednesday. The employees are just playing hacky sacks by the fridges just in a group you walk by like what the fuck do you want like best buy and it's a very different vibe at best buy
0: (laughs) i used to work at a store called the buckle Mm. and there it's a clothing store Mm -hmm. in in a lot of malls and there i i when you get in you you do the they do the hiring process you have to meet with all the people you're going to work with and uh some of them will tell you, hey, there's a process to this where the people that have been here longest get first crack at customers and like all this stuff. And so they would always almost hide in the clothing racks. And when someone would be looking for a size of their jean, they just slowly pop up and be like, hey, can I help you? How are you? Welcome to the buckle. It was a fucking nightmare. But I would always go up to the people and go, hey, just so you know, uh, let me know if you have any questions. My name is Chad. I'll be over here. don't want to bug you but you know we don't work on commission here even though we did I was like we don't work on commission here so just uh there's no pressure let me know if you need anything and then people would always come back to me because people would come over and be like hey and they'd bother them and then they'd I feel like they were like uh well I'm just gonna go ask this guy who doesn't give a shit about anything yeah and I I it ended up working very well but furniture stores not the case.
1: It's very funny that you say that about the buckle. I think this is a, I, this isn't something that just my friends and I do. I think this was a thing in culture that people did. I you know this was not something we created, but we would go to the buckle, literally to the buckle because of that exact like hyena mm-hmm. mentality. Yeah. and we would all put in money and we would take turns and the goal was you couldn't you couldn't veer. But your goal was you tried to see how far you could walk in a straight line towards the back of the store before somebody, (laughs) before an employee talked to you. And then you'd mark that spot. And then whoever got the furthest back won the money.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So I think. That's like a a long jump competition for people that can't jump far. I like
1: it we're walking around uh we're walk. we're avoiding people looking at furniture and finally somebody comes up and they go hey just a heads up everything is uh everything's on sale right now because of our our black friday in july sale and Love i jesus i Christ. that's i literally out loud i go come on man that was my and jenna did the thing that olivia did she was like well i'll go be in the car and yeah. I was I didn't engage anymore. I was like I was like come on, get away. Go like you can you can just have the stuff cheap all the time. You can't put, like hey, come on down for our September 11th and January sale. Just make this shit cheap, man. Black Friday in July. That's uh, that is the most absurd shit in the world
0: it's crazy it's like if i were to call a club and being like hey normally my fee is one million dollars but i will come in and work for one thousand dollars for the week yeah and they're like oh my god that's quite a deal we'll take that i mean that's why they do it there's no way a table that has like another table underneath it to expand costs $30,000, and you've conveniently marked it down to 800 for the Black Friday sale in July? Thank you! Thank you, furniture people! You dumb dicks. I just can't, like, it is,
1: that's a good point. It does make you think, like, the markup is pretty offensive. It's
0: it's crazy offensive.
1: Everything's Absolutely. 75% off. You're like, well, why was it ever, why would it ever have been 100%? You can make money yeah. at it being 25% of what... Like, I understand how the world works and make money, but
0: yeah, come on, dude. That's so much. I'm going to use that for... Uh, if if anyone ever sees my penis, I'll just be like, oh, yeah, no, normally it's uh, it's 14 inches, but the, I'm on the Black Friday... White Friday sale in July. July. This is White Friday. Yeah, I was going to say, as I was saying Black Friday, that didn't make much sense. But it's... Uh, yeah, it's a, <laughs> the White Sale in July uh right now it's marked down so that's uh yeah it's a good excuse i'm into it what i've been doing
1: since so there's about 4 furniture stores in our area so what i do is i go into in the last few weeks i'll go into a furniture store and i play a little hard to get right that's what i do you know you sure Pull your pants down and then pull them right back up. I'm playing a little. Uh, here it is. You want yeah. some? I'm, I'm play- presenting.
0: I'm not presenting. I'm presenting. I'm not presenting.
1: Thank you. So uh, I, I do that, and then somebody comes up to me, you know, they're like, oh, what, you know, oh, we, did we have this sale or this, 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 and I go, oh, I'm just looking, playing hard to get. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. buying anything today. I'm just getting an idea of what you have. The end. Sure. Right. And they go, okay. Well, if you need anything, my name is gary or some shit like gary and i go got it but i'm not going to need anything today and then i walk around for a while and then after i after i've walked around long enough i walk over to him i go hey can i ask you a question about this chair and they sprint over and you know you ask them something unimportant like is this a good does this chair good for sitting and (laughs) yeah they're always like it's the there's no like, oh yeah, I have that. Every fucking furniture salesman has this cut. Jen and I, when we were looking for our couch, we went to this place that sells discount couches and I would, mm-hmm. they would get new stuff in. Basically what they would do is they would like hotels and all these places would send them their furniture and then they would clean it up and then they would like resell it, you know? Okay. And yeah, so nice. they would get a new shipment every week. So I would go there every week. And this guy I came can in Can I can
0: I just uh, can I be the the salesperson? Sure. Hey guys, uh, how are you? Thanks for coming into uh, Discount Couch World. It's going to be crazy. As you can see, we're pretty close to Cincinnati, so we do have a safari-themed couch store. I just want to let you know that over in the corner, those are the couches that have only been fucked on by other people 1,000 times. And then we have a little cheaper over in that corner where they've been fucked on by people 2,000 times. So uh, anyways, (laughs) hey, enjoy couch shopping. So...
1: We didn't buy one from there, but the same guy told us that he had two, like, I asked him about a couch, he's like, I have that in my house, uh, I love it, and just like that, <laughs> and then, like, a few, like, he, later on, he's like, I have that, and I was like, you have this couch and that couch, you have both the couches in our house, and he, like, was like, yup, he wouldn't even, fuck, like, fuck you, they don't even, they don't even <laughs> fucking match, you piece of shit, uh... <laughs> But so what I do is I, you know, hey, is this chair good for sitting? And they're like, oh, yeah, I bought it for everyone in my family. It's the best sitting chair anyone's ever sat in. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I go, okay, good, 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 good. And then I walk around the store for a while longer. And then uh, I kind of walk by them. And then I go, huh, what, what's the price on that? And they give me the price. And then I just fucking throw a number at them. I just like, they're like, it's four eighty, and I'm like, I'm looking to spend about $250. And they go, oh, we we can't do that. I could go see what I can do, but we can't do 250 I go, well, I'm looking to spend $250. And he goes, oh, just give me a second.
0: Yeah, they always have to go back to this this person like it's the guy behind the dark glass and Deal or No Deal.
1: Yeah, is Ashley back there? Is Ashley furniture back there? Is she going <laughs> to... So he comes back... They, you'll come back and they'll say some shit like, "Well, we could give you free delivery, but the lowest we can go on this model is three hundred and ninety dollars." And I go, "All right, cool. I'm, I'm looking to spend two hundred and fifty dollars, uh. So, sorry." And then I, I leave, and I've been back to all three stores a couple times, and I'm keep like, "You ready to sell that for two hundred and fifty dollars?" I'm trying to see. Jenna's not happy about it, but I'm trying to see if I can set a price. And just come into this store enough times until they're like, fuck it, we're not moving these. Take is $250. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work, but that's what my life is right now.
0: I also don't think it's going to work only because of the experience I've already talked about where I went in and they would not sell me the floor model. And they were adamant about it. And I also, we receive, I received an email from a person that works at the headquarters of the store. Really? To ask if there was any, anything they could do. Yeah. So somebody... Somebody in the higher up in the furniture world is listening. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I've talked about a couple Chad in public moments. Sure. And I've been talking to my therapist about Olivia going to school. Oh, you have. Yeah. And he just keeps saying, hey, just remember, you're not emotionally where you need to be right now. Even if you try, you're not going to be because... Your daughter's going to school. It's you don't know what's going to be happening. You, it's a new chapter of life, so you don't really know, and because of that, you're stressed out. Even though, if you don't like actually know you're stressed out, you are. It's there's stress behind the scenes, so you need to be cognizant of that. And you know, if if you get upset in traffic, just remember that that's you know probably what it's stemming from. It's not the traffic itself. So, anyways, I guess what I'm saying is. Um, if anyone that listens to the podcast is going to be in uh, John Wayne Airport, August 29th, fucking look away. Look away, because I might be spazzing about the littlest tiny things.
1: The uh, I would have never given your actual location, because there are going to be people there now. Secondly, uh, it shouldn't be that hard to narrow that down. I could tell you exactly where to find you at that moment. But how are you? Where are you? Because we are now, today is, we're recording, you know, we're recording a little early, like we always do. Like, we always record the week before it comes out. That's That's our thing. So we're essentially three weeks away, well, two weeks away from her getting dropped off, and then you spend a week there, and then three weeks away, essentially, from you leaving her at school right where are
0: you at how are you feeling uh i feel great we have a joke around the house where when i'm being a dink or she's being a dink we like hey i know you don't mean that you're just trying to make it easier for us to leave each other oh sure so we're so we have that joke going on what's the what's uh, the book with the
1: get on out of here the dog where he makes the or it's an animal of some sort what's what is it i'm not sure oh it's the it's the wolf it's uh um i'm so good at being on a podcast (laughs) i don't
0: i don't know what book you're talking about but i but i will tell you this i'm doing well i have a lot of support um i'm really she's so excited she just got her roommates and everything they announced roommates um they and they kind of showed her a virtual tour of the dorm there's a huge pool i mean she is really really excited and that makes me excited for her to go on this new adventure. And uh, my poor son, Isaac, is just going to see his dad more than he's ever planned on. And that, uh, you know, he's got his own life, so that kind of sucks for him. But that, that's where I'm at. I'm about to bug the shit out of my son.
1: White Fang. White Fang. You're, you guys are white fanging one another. Like, get on out of here, white. I don't love you, white Fang. <laughs> I don't love you. You're just, get out of That's what you're doing. You're white fanging each other.
0: Well, I don't know if I'd like to tell people I'm white fanging my daughter because it just sounds disgusting. Uh, but I do know where you're coming from and I appreciate the effort on that. But I. Uh, nope. Pass. Yep. Hard pass.
1: I think we're going to go with Chad as white fanging his daughter. The it's It's going to be a fun half a year. I think you're going to do great. I think you're going to do great. I think we have to keep you busy. You know, I think that's important.
0: I'm going to have to stay busy for sure.
1: I think we're going to have to keep you busy. I think, you know, maybe a project. There's somebody selling a house on our lake here that's very cheap and needs to be completely redone. Maybe a nice little project.
0: Uh Uh-uh, no chance.
1: The daddies live on the same lake? No fucking way. Do you know how great that would be? Can you imagine us living on opposite sides of this lake and both having our own tiny pontoons? Pontoon joust? You imagine, do you want a pontoon you, joust?
0: Do you want uh, the Cincinnati Gazette to have the front page say murder suicide by drowning?
1: Yes. If that's, if, here's the thing. <laughs> if, that, if the opening line of that article is two stand-up comedians... Drowned in a pontoon jousting
0: accident. One stand-up comedian and a gentleman getting back into the art form.
1: <laughs> yeah, one stand-up comedian and a guy who, according to our review process, believes I'm not remotely relevant at all. Uh, those two guys... <laughs> those two guys uh, gotten a... Uh, got. Pontoon, I, I can't believe I've never thought of pontoon joust. Pontoon all pont-
0: jousting would be incredible.
1: But these motors are so slow here because you can't, it's a no wake lake. Sure. And the, all the pontoons are small. They're like mini pontoons. Can you imagine you and I just dressed up oh in like God. a football helmet and yes. Already
0: before yes. You, before you finish, I already yes can imagine it.
1: But the pontoons move so slow that it's not even, it's we get close to each other and we're just trying to beat each other with jousts oh my
0: god please yeah i don't want to dress in a in a football anything i want to dress in legit like Jalcine. legit yes like yeah. the metal i want to have the metal where if you fall into the water bye bye because you are going to sink to the bottom and never get up again yeah that is going to be that's,
1: that's some high stakes once you put on the armor that is definitively
0: some high stakes Oh, no kidding. If you just accidentally, hey, is it warm or cold today? And you're like, I don't know. Just sink all the way down.
1: There is a part of this lake that even though it's a small lake, that it is 40 feet deep. So that's where we have the joust. We have the joust for sure in the 40 foot deep part of the lake. No question. I actually, when
0: I come there and we do the mental decathlon and then I beat Ethan severely in the physical decathlon, Mm -hmm. um, then I think we joust. Does, is mental decathlon good branding? Should we come up
1: with some better term well, than the well, mental yeah, decathlon? Of
0: course. of course we'll come up with something.
1: Let's call it the brain cath. There's gotta be something better. Intel, see, cause here's the problem, like mental decathlon, I don't know why that one doesn't sit right, but intellectual decathlon makes you sound like a fuck. Like, well, Chad yeah. and I are having an intellectual decathlon. We're gonna let the poor people watch from the road. Like yeah, it sounds like
0: you eat cookies with your pinky up. It yeah, sucks. We're not It yeah, really it sucks. sucks. It sucks big time.
1: So I don't know that brain is uh is what's gonna be in the brain We don't have any probably some trivia.
0: I would think we're gonna do probably like best out of five on Wordle.
1: Oh, we're okay, okay, okay. You know, I like uh I like a good What's your pop culture knowledge? We could do a little 6 degrees of separation races where somebody gives us the two and you got to connect the two. That's a
0: fun I'm one. I'm very good at that. I'm on anytime I'm on Doug Loves Movies, which is a podcast with Doug Benson and it's a movie trivia show. Yep. I always get last and he only has me on cuz he knows I'm going to yell at the crowd. Yeah. And that's the only reason I'm on there. So I'm not very good at that, but here's the thing. I think we That's why every comedy club has you on. We both <laughs> we both bring five things to the table. Sure. That we think we could beat the other person at and then it's going to be like holding your serve in tennis. Whoever breaks serve is probably going to win.
1: I love that. I love that a lot. Yeah. It can't be too specific though. You can't It's got to be broad. You can't be like, "Okay, today we're doing, you know, a friends trivia." Like I think they still ha- like right. do they have to we could, I think we pitch them to each other and they have to be approved. Is that fair?
0: That, that is fair. But it also, if, it's, if like you disapprove of something that is good, then you also suck and you're just scared. Maybe since it's called break serve, when we were thinking about breaking serve, we could call it mental break. No, no, no. you would definitely win. You definitely win that. Oh, come on. Um, That's a fucking. Do you
1: feel good about that? Do you feel good about that? Also, I I I'm just gonna start just pointing stuff out to defend myself. You get so mad at me when I say the word jeepers, and you just said that whenever you and your daughter are being a dink. What are you, my grandma's grandma? You know when me and my granddaughter are kind of being dinks
0: at the store? Well, listen. Speaking of going to the store, have you ever seen an old man in a minivan outside of Menards with his winders rolled up? Don't think I fucking didn't hear that, buddy. And you're going to get a lot of messages about you and your winders, you fucking Peaky blind. You
1: know what? I'm trying to be here for you, but you fuck like this. is. I don't we don't need to go down this route right now. I'm going to focus on me. You focus on white fanging your dink. And let's just both. Let's just both march towards when we're going to see one another. I have to go. We need this. It's like a hunt. It's like that thing where a couple's going to break up and they go to one of those resorts that they're like, maybe if we fuck without the kids here, we'll fall back in love.
0: Yeah, that's always a good idea. Let's go to an island where men don't have their shirts on. That'll make you more attracted to me. Oh, my God. Hey, if
1: you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.
0: For the past 30 years, care heating and cooling. Put you first. You are the reason they are open seven days a week. You are why they make it easy to schedule service at careheatingandcooling.com. Concern for your safety is why they check every gas furnace for carbon monoxide. It's because of you that their technicians are paid to fix your furnace and air conditioner, not sell you a new one. And if you do need a new furnace, their team will make sure you get exactly what you need at a cost that fits your budget. Care Heating and Cooling is committed to doing business right. Call them at 1-800-COOLING. When you need a company you can trust.